How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 46 with Zach Sherwin. It was awesome. I know I say it was awesome every time, but uh, it was. It was fun. We we talked a lot about stand-up. Um, we talked about some of uh, some of his rapping. Uh, can can I can you use my rapping name? Uh, that's my impression of Brett from Flight of the Concords. Anyway, um, yeah, we we talked and um, it was good. We talked about comedy. Zach Sherwin is a funny dude. He was a little feeling a little under the weather, but uh, nevertheless, he performed. We performed. We it was it was good. Um. Facebook.com slash Yamatot with Doug Culp. Uh, comment, question, uh, review, rate, um, uh, uh, rant on iTunes or Stitcher, whichever one you're listening to this on. And um, I know I keep mentioning it, our apartment comedy show. And, um, you know, I'll just I'll just keep keep uh, keep you guys updated with that. My Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N, and the show's Twitter is at Yamatat. So, yam it up with me and Zach Sherwin. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Okay, if I'm take a break. How are you, buddy? Ah, good, man. How are you? I'm a little under the weather, but I'm hanging in there. Yeah? Yeah. I woke up with, like, a fever or something. I don't know what it is. Oh. But, it's the worst. Mm-hmm. But it's the best time to podcast. I know, When right? you have a fever. Yeah. Just sit back and... Feeling hot. Let my overheated brain <laughs> ramble. Uh, I can't even think of the words. <laughs> ramble freely. Yeah. Are we on? Is it happening? Yeah, it's going. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Garage band? Audacity. Nice. Yeah. Am I sitting close enough? Should I lean forward? Um, you want to do a check? Yeah. You can... Well, okay. I'll, 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 uh, I'll check the levels. <laughs> I can actually do that with this mic now. That's great. It's a nice mic. Yeah. Okay. Talk. Check, check. Nice mic. Two, two. Yeah, it's mic pretty check. good. It's okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay. So what you been up to since the uh, submission? Can we even talk about that? Oh, sure. Okay. So we last crossed paths when you helped me put together a daily show correspondent submission. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I spent 14 hours shooting a uh, an epic rap battle of history. What? Yeah. Yes, that's it, awesome. It was really fun. Who did you play? I can't say. Oh, NDA? NDA. Just, you know, general culture love. No, you played the rapper NDA. <laughs> Everyone's favorite rapper. <laughs> Have they ever had rappers as... I don't think they've ever had a rap, like a historical rapper on as the show. A, as an epic rap They've had like Michael history. Jackson, they've had Justin Bieber, they've had oh. Beethoven, but never, I think, a rapper. Now, they had Snoop playing Moses, but they never had a character <laughs> who was a rapper. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, but so 14 hours of that yesterday, and then I woke up today, and I was like, I can't do anything but sleep. <laughs> so I did that for a Was really your voice pretty wrecked after no, that? No, I don't think it was, it wasn't a taxing shoot. It was the easiest one I've ever done. But it was just longevity of it, and you were I don't, like... I don't know. I think I ate some bad craft services food, and it weakened my <laughs> immune system, and brought the defenses down. It's those chips, man. God, I try to stay away from them. I I, I have no self discipline around craft services food. <laughs> like I just, the best I can do is to eat obscene quantities of like, Cheez Its, fruit. <laughs> <laughs> they have like fruit and organic almonds, and so I try to eat so much of that stuff that I literally can't make any room for nacho chips or yeah. pita chips, which were both available in abundance because <laughs> if I get started on those it's like sharks you know once they get a taste for blood <laughs> you won't stop it's all they want <laughs> so yeah I try to eat, keep my blood sugar so spiked with that stuff that there's just not even a, it ain't even a question there's no room um but yeah so that was yesterday and today uh what have you been doing um 
yesterday I was on a non-airing dating oh, yeah. reality show. What was that like? Yeah, it was funny. Like they, so they they set up this like, um, quote unquote date uh, outside of the building where they do all their official whatever stuff. Sure. And there were lights and cameras and um, so then I was sitting there and then they like had the girl like walk in and so then we were both sitting there and there were like these iPads in front of us and then they would um, as we were talking if we were like if we got to know each other like well enough then we would know the answer to the multiple choice question that popped up oh um, so then like if we got enough questions right then we were rewarded for like getting to know each other and like uh, um good conversation i guess like so i don't what? know we we got enough questions right that we like we both won what was the reward an extra hundred bucks oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow so i was like what were the questions like? okay um some were personal some were regular like just uh where's she from yeah not not that not that um kind of regular but just like uh uh how many how many siblings in their family are like um what oh one of them was how many how many guys has she kissed and like earlier in the conversation we were talking about um yeah like where she was from and she was like where i'm from um like usually people don't kiss for the first time until they're over the altar and i was like oh okay so <laughs> so then i was able to deduce from that cuz there were three three choices 50 guys 20 guys uh, or zero guys and i was like zero and she's 30 and she's never kissed a guy before and i was like whoa and she goes well i've waited this long i might as well was she attractive? Yeah. <laughs> but just like... <laughs> Certainly not like a hideous... No, no, no. No. And Do you think that's true? Do you think she was an actress? No, I think it was... I think it was for real. How could you and not? She, and wow. she like works at her church that she goes to and stuff. And so she's... Yeah, I don't know, man. Can I ask a quick question? What is Revenge of the Jedi? It's what they were thinking of calling Return of the Jedi. Oh. So, so the origin of that is... Um, a poster on Doug's wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, so someone was like outside of the... Creeping outside of the doors when they were thinking... When they were like coming up with a story for Return of the Jedi. And then someone was like, how about Revenge of the Jedi? And someone was like, oh shit! And they like ran and like made a bunch of posters... But they were unauthorized because, like, after that, George Lucas was like, well, Jedis don't get revenge, so we're not going to call it that. <laughs> <laughs> so they made all these, like, bootleg posters. <laughs> That's just a reprint, but... Cool. Yeah, it's a cool picture. Yeah, and in the picture, Luke's got a, a red lightsaber, which was always oh, Darth the, Vader's the lightsaber. The Sith color. Yeah, yeah. Red is bad. Blue is good. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows and green. that. And green. Green is good. <laughs> Who had green? Yoda? Green was uh, Obi-Wan's. Was that like more, a higher level of lightsaber or just uh, different? Um, I think just different. Maybe different color crystals. Because <laughs> deep, deep in the nerd lore of yeah. Star Wars, when you go, I mean, you have to make your own lightsaber, oh, you do? I guess. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Luke didn't. He's, he just got the easy way out. Whose lightsaber did he have? I think he had his dad's. Anakin's. Whoa. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, Anakin's original one, I guess. Did people do you think people's minds were just blown when Luke was like we now it's yeah. like a joke, Luke, I'm your father. But people in the yeah. theaters must have been like what? No! Bah! What do you think it was like? Do you think oh. people knew? I don't know, man, because it comes way out of left field. You're just like, because through New Hope, you're just like, 
okay, well, there's this ominous presence that's Darth Vader. Yeah. He's not a real guy. And then through... Well, no, no, he's there. I know, but I mean, but, he's not like a guy with a backstory. Oh, yeah, and then and then in Empire, he's just like, wait, what? Wait, what? No, what? Wait, he's like the evil bad guy. Like, we're supposed to kill him. We're supposed to, like, uh... Is, is the second one where you find out that it's his father? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's in Cloud City. And then in Bespin, the Cloud City. Uh-huh. So they're in the, like... Lando? In the... Yeah, with Lando. So they're in that, like, a cylindrical thing, like that overhang thingy. And then he's, like, crawling away from him. Oh, yeah. And then he's, like, um, I don't remember the exact quote. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. No, I am your father. So he is that one of those quotes where he never actually says, Luke, I am your father? Yeah. Like, uh, play it again, Sam? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a, I just learned another one of those, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, there's a bunch of those. I saw, like, a BuzzFeed on that yeah, one Yeah, exactly. Time, That's like, a very BuzzFeed oh. listically kind yeah. of. We should make a BuzzFeed of all the BuzzFeed articles yeah. like that. Meta-listicle. Yeah. <laughs> Listicle. Mm-hmm. Sounds a lot like testicle. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that girl. So, did you... You won the game. So we both, like, yeah, but it was funny because there was no, like, clear, like, ding, 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 or, like, whatever. It was just, like, if we got it right, then we would tell that, yeah, you did guess it right, or whatever. Um, and Yes. Because <laughs> they did, a, like, a pre-interview over the phone right. a couple days before. And um, so, yeah, one of, one of the questions was, what's, what's the most sensual body part? for Doug and I was like there was the the three choices she had was ears privates they said privates <laughs> using your word yeah no I didn't no, I yeah, yeah and then uh, I don't remember what the third option was and she was like well I think I think a lot of a lot of guys like like their their ear nibbled on I guess so like ears I was like no actually privates <laughs> Was she aghast? Huh? Was she horrified? No, but it was, um, it was funny because, like, ears is, like, a common thing for a lot of people where they're like, yeah. oh, man, I did, I loved it when she nibbled on my ears. Mm. Every time that's ever happened to me, I'm just like, now my ears are just wet. Like, it's Get just... to the privates. <laughs> <laughs> Quit nibbling on my head, nibble on my head. Hey, yo. Uh... Hey, uh... Ladies love wit. <laughs> so, was there any hmm. opportunity for you to follow up with this girl and ask her out on a on a date? There was, because um, there at the end of it, like I, I felt kind of pressured into it by the executive producers, like to um, really ask her out. Yeah, because they were like, "So, would you would you want to see her again?" Like doing eyebrows and like smiling and stuff. Pop that mouth, cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow, I've never been kissed. Do you even know how many girls you've kissed? I would have a hard time putting a number on it, I think. It's somewhere around, like, 45, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Which, yeah, I'd say it's about... A solid number. Yeah. Good 30. kissing. Yeah. <laughs> Good kissing. <laughs> That's the next reality show. Now back to Good Kissing with Doug Culp and Zach Sherwin. Hey guys, how many people have you kissed? Kissed. It'd be hard. Yeah. At one point, I like, um, I wasn't like counting like there's another one, but I would like write down their yeah. name to just be like, oh, like. I mean, I have a list of the people that I have slept with. Uh, I don't. I didn't extend it to kisses though. <laughs> that would be hard to do. Yeah. Um. So wow. like at least a thousand then, right? Yeah, probably a thousand. <laughs> girls <laughs> I mean I worked at a kissing booth for seven years so <laughs> what yep. were kissing booths you would pay a girl to kiss her that's yeah. what it was yeah it was like and it was a peck county fair prostitution and it was a peck it was like a quarter or something is that what it started 
I just think of a Probably. guy like nervously taking his hat off and leaning forward with his eyes closed and his lips puckered. <laughs> and some farm girl. Pigtails. Braided you know, braided pigtails. <laughs> it's legalized pros- mouth prostitution. Yeah. Mouth prostitution. <laughs> Yuck. Oh yeah, so that was yesterday and then the day before that I was in a Disney commercial. Oh. For <laughs> what a week. <laughs> yeah. It was for the for the D V D Blu ray release of Maleficent. Oh. Yeah. What did you do? So look out for that, yamitators. Huh? Huh? That was his background. They were like, you, yeah, you'll play like one of the one of the dads. Of Doing like, what? Of, of it was like excited a, to... It was a birthday party scene, like a princess birthday party. So all these little girls in princess costumes, and, and then it turns out one of them like turns into Maleficent. Whoa. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. Did, did you get compensated handsomely for this work? I mean, not handsomely, but not uglyly. Like the girl you went on the day with. <laughs> yeah. Not ugly. <laughs> uh, pretty. Yeah. Um, wow, 30 years old and never been kissed. That is unusual. Yeah. I dated a girl who was like 32 and a virgin and was quite attractive. I was really surprised. And you were like, so what's the deal? What's, uh, what, what's up? But, I don't know, I never got to the bottom of it. In either <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> 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 Never got to the bottom of it. <laughs> I've told our story about, uh, so, what are the, what are your podcast fans called? I call them Yamitators, because it's Yamitat, and then I was just like... What is Yamitat? It's you and me, and thoughts and talk. Yamitat. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yamitators. Yeah. Sure. Yamitators. So, um, Yamitators. <laughs> Last time I was here, Doug told me that he was working through a list of movies that his friend had prepared for him, and I was like... We were talking about that phenomenon where people are like, you haven't seen... <laughs> The Godfather, or whatever it is, and how it's just not fair. Like, there's an infinite amount of movies, and a finite amount of time, and mm-hmm. lots of other worthy persons, and you just might not have seen a movie. Um, and so I don't like when people are like, what, you haven't? And so then Doug told me that, like, just two weeks earlier, he saw the movie Roadhouse for the first time, yeah, and Roadhouse. then started talking to me about some scene from it. And I was like, I actually haven't seen it. And he was like, what? You haven't seen Roadhouse? And I was like, you said you saw it two weeks ago. So I told it on stage a couple times, and uh, people don't think it's that funny. Oh, no? Isn't that disappointing? Yeah. Somebody told me that Doug Stanhope has a bit that kind of treads some of the same same territory. Oh. But I don't think that's why these crowds (laughs) these crowds aren't like, that's a Stanhope bit. That's not, that's not going on. I'm just not presenting it in a funny way. Simpsons it did it. <laughs> Do you remember that South Park? No. <laughs> There's a South Park where they kept trying to think of new new uh, schemes and stuff to do. And then there was this kid like walking through the episode periodically. They'd just be like, Simpsons did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, I... Oh, but my new Doug story might be... D- Doug t- told me that he gave himself a haircut... And I was like, how long have you been doing that? And he was like, oh, three years. You misheard me. Oh, really? I said, for years. Oh, I thought you said three years. <laughs> now can I tell the story like I thought it happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I was like, how long? And he was like, three years. And I was like, wow. And he's like, oh, maybe longer. Ten years? <laughs> Time estimating skills or leave something to be desired. I don't know, two, maybe twenty years. I don't know. Just I've slept with one or maybe five thousand women. <sighs> You've got a list though. Buzzfeed. Oh man. It's mm. it's less of a list and more of like notches on your bed on your headboard. Mm-hmm. 
you slay a tender one on her lips, and then you're like, excuse me. Like, produce a serrated knife. And notch another one on the old headboard. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if you can tell I got massively sunburned on, on Monday. No, from I the... can't. Oh. <laughs> Huge. That's quite a tan line. Yeah. As a ginger, I shouldn't be in the sun. Were you sunscreened up? I didn't, really. I got a little bit on my face. Yeah. Uh, but not a lot. And then, like, I was sweating, and so it was coming off. And... This is the Disney? Mm-hmm. This is Disney? The Disney dating. one, yeah. Yeah. You were outside? Mm-hmm. It was an outdoor birthday party scene. Oh, Maleficent. Oh, dude, it's so weird. On the other side of the parking lot, there's this big wall, and then there's this street... And there's this whole neighborhood that are all fake houses that Disney owns. Like Arrested Development? Uh, yeah, kind of. But there's, there's like, um, real rooms and, like, real, uh, like, a kitchen with all the stuff in it. And, like, the, um, I don't know if there was a fridge, but there's, like, electricity, but there's no running water. So there's a bathroom, but, like, you can't go to the bathroom in there. Um... So they're all like gutted out houses, and you're like, "What is this crazy place?" Like, it's it's like an adult Disneyland. Where's this? I signed an NDA, so. <laughs> Did you? No, it's in Burbank. Oh. Wow, crazy. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, "Whoa!" So like, no one lives in these houses. It looks like a real neighborhood. And you're like, just like a subdivision. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Weird, man. <coughs> yeah, it's a weird town. Yeah. Stuff like that exists. Um, mm. Have you heard the thing that, like, uh, small minds small minds talk about people, average minds talk about events, and great minds talk about ideas? No. But I talk about ideas all the time, so... I guess I've got a pretty I've great got an idea. mind. Kim Kardashian needs to pull it together. <laughs> I've got an idea. String theory. <laughs> it was the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a funny guy. He's like, you guys, string theory. And all the physicists are like, oh, yeah. What? Yeah, totally. Oh. <laughs> it's already named that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Today I had to email someone. It's so funny, man. Like, I hope this will be funny. I've set up quite a lot of expectations. Wait, wait, wait. Get ready to laugh, everyone. Audibly, wherever you're <laughs> listening to this. If you're in a place where it won't be appropriate for you to laugh, you need to turn this off or get somewhere safe. <laughs> this is a guaranteed laugh. <laughs> okay. I had to email someone today who I know in an only a professional context because I didn't get paid for a thing that I worked on and they like haven't processed it and it's like time that they should have they should have sent it to me already. Yeah, yeah. So I sent an email that was like, Hey Hope all's well. Just wanted to follow up on one thing. Uh, I didn't receive payment for this thing. And you would put me in touch with the appropriate follow up person. That'd be great. Thanks for looking into it. I really appreciate it. Bye. <laughs> Don't you wish all that tone could be conveyed in the text? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh. <laughs> you guys are on the floor, right? Oh, God. I understand you might have just lost your job from braying with laughter. <laughs> they had to pause it because they didn't want to miss any of the follow-up jokes and tags and yes. punches. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> or like... My agents just emailed me, my college agents, sent me an email about a show that I'm doing next week. It's going to be a noontime show in a cafeteria in Michigan. What? I mean, I'm grateful for the paycheck, but, man, that's going to be really working. Noon? Yeah. Wow. She said it's the first time they've done a comedian. Wow. They've never had a comedian on campus before, so I'm about to crack it open. You, you Mish? Uh, No. It's, um, it's called Delta College. Okay. Shout out to all the Delta College listeners out there. Yeah. <laughs> and she sent an email to my agents that was like, 
we're really excited about having Zach. It's the first time we've had a comedian, and uh, we just understand that we can trust him because from the videos we saw, he didn't have a lot of curse words. So we really needed to be clean, so we're glad that we can rely on him to provide that kind of show. <laughs> and so she was doing, she was, you know, doing that thing. Yeah. And then I wrote back to my, and so my agent forwarded it to me, and I wrote back, Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they didn't write back. I felt a little embarrassed. But also glad that I did it. Yeah. Don't change who you are. Fuck yeah. One time I did a... This is a story that I like to tell. Okay. Once I did a show... Here is the format of the show. It was Parents Weekend at a college in New England. And the format was going to be me doing an hour and then no intermission, a... It's just because... A thing happened on the computer <laughs> screen. Some popped up, not important. Okay, so I was going to do an hour, and then a, a comedy magician was going to do a full hour. Okay. Um, you were going to do an hour? Yeah, two-hour show. Nice. So, the woman was like, it's parents' weekend, so we need you to keep it, like, PG or maybe PG-13. And I was like, sure. And then I, like, kind of disregarded it. But, like, <laughs> everybody loved it when I disregarded it. Yeah. Like, they had a good time when I was dirty and not so much when I was clean. Yeah. And they weren't giving me much when I was just being clean. So I was like, you know, I said shit a couple times yeah. and talked a little bit about sex. And you said boobs and butts? I said uh... boobs and butts. <laughs> so I was just beatboxing. Boobs and butts and boobs and butts. <laughs> so afterwards, the booker took me aside and, like, had a talk with me about how I hadn't followed the instructions. Mm. And then the comedy magician brought a little girl on stage and made her cry. Uh, because he, like, asked her to do something and she got embarrassed and scared and, like, it was, like, some little sister of some college kid and she cried. Wow. And I didn't, I wish I would have said, at least I didn't make a kid cry. <laughs> but I kind of looked over at her and I was like... <laughs> I do think the, that's worse. At the booker and you're just like, D no one was crying, they were laughing, maybe tears of joy, huh? From all the, uh, all the good times I provided. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh, what's your favorite part about doing comedy? <clears throat> um, my favorite part about doing comedy? Making little girls cry? I guess I just like to make little girls cry and <laughs> swear at parents. <laughs> it's probably the most rewarding. Oh, <laughs> so rewarding. Um... <laughs> I like the, how rewarding it is to be like, here's a thing that I think is funny. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> you know, like when a crowd laughs at an idea you had. Yep. You're like, oh, we're the same. Especially when the crowd's really different from you. Like, I like doing shows for, like, audiences that are largely not white or, like, audiences in the South. Senior or... citizens. and Yeah, not really. <laughs> fine to do a fun show for senior They're citizens. They're not really my demo. Um... <laughs> Sorry, old people. Um, They'll never hear this yeah. because the internet and because they can't because they're hearing it. It's. Um, <laughs> I uh, I do like when I do like when like people in their fifties and sixties are into what I'm doing. Yeah. Because I feel like you're not into hip hop, and we probably think different things are funny, but it's gratifying to it transcended bridge those. Yeah, to yeah. transcend a little bit. So yeah, I would say that's it, and then also you know just comedy accomplishments it's like a thing that you thought of and said and then people are like oh yeah here's some money or tv <laughs> exposure yeah. or whatever for it and that feels really good you did pete holmes show i did pete holmes show how did that how was that really fun <laughs> i had been doing audience warm-up on that show so it was very comfortable oh cool the tv experiences that i had before that were i did a few like talking head shows for like vh1 and e yeah. The Entertainment Network. <laughs> One of them was, like, greatest celebrity oops of the OOs. But then one of them was, uh, like, best rap moments of the 90s or something like that. And that one I loved. You were like, yes. Maybe that was the OOs. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> that one was really fun. Do they call that the aughts? Is that, like, the real term? I don't know. Like, aught nine, aught five? I never say those, but I definitely call the decade the aughts. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Somebody ought to decide. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very sick. <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned that. 
So you you ought to cut him some slack. <laughs> um. See, I did this, and then I did two appearances on um, W. Kamau Bell's show, Totally Biased, when it was in existence. Okay. Um, but those I like had to like go to New York and like. Whoa do and like i wasn't familiar with it and it was like i got picked up in a car and like driven i knew not where and then i was like great you know so just like a more they were both great experiences but peach show was like i drove 10 minutes from my house parked <laughs> had been doing warm-up on the set like yeah. knew everybody on there so that was really awesome i really yeah. like doing that um it really like It'd be good if every opportunity you could have like several weeks working there and familiarizing yourself with the environment before you actually had to do the thing that you're doing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I was so shocked when, when when his show just didn't go, yeah. didn't take. I know. Cause it was, I was like, yes, this is awesome. He's like doing his own thing. Yeah. All the like two man sketches with him and Matt. Yeah. And like, oh man. Sure, you just had Matt on. Yeah. Fun app. Mm-hmm. Great. Did you talk awesome. about the show? We did. Cool. We talked about the show and the sketches. He said his favorite one when they did it was um, when he was the prisoner and um, Pete was the worst lawyer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That was a really funny one. <laughs> he was like, because the stakes were so high. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm in prison, probably going to spend the rest of my life here, and Pete's just, like, living my life and, like, doing other stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a really funny guy. That was a great show, man. You know, they did 80 episodes. It's yeah. pretty great. And Pete, of course, will go on to do more amazing things. That guy's yeah. not done being amazing. If they if they were to put those episodes out on DVD, I'd buy it. That'd be... Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe get some commentary. Yeah. <laughs> commentary on every episode. <laughs> sure. I'd comment on my set. Yeah. <laughs> then I started feeling more calm. At one point, I did a, I did a song on that show that was like so familiar. It's like in my muscle memory. I don't even have to think the about it. The flag song. The B song. Okay. Um, and at some point, it's like so familiar that I like wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. And at some point, midway through, I was like, "Am I saying the right part of this?" Because <laughs> I wasn't really nervous to do the show. But Am I saying the words good? <laughs> <laughs> Am I at the right part? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it all worked out. It was really fun. Did you have any, like, cue cards just in case, or...? Nah, yeah. it wasn't really like that. Yeah. Just roll with it. Just plowed through. I knew I could do it again if I had to, but, yeah, you really don't want to do that. It's like a pride thing, and the crowd's definitely not gonna... Yeah, they're like, what? He's reading off of the... I see it. <laughs> I see them turning the card as he's going. I mean, I think I could have done this. I could have done another take if I needed to, rather than the cue cards. But, uh, yeah, just those laughs are not going to be as mm-hmm. as enthusiastic and genuine the second as, time. As cogent. Yes. Not sure what that word means. I'm reading a book right now where the guy keeps using words, and I'm like, I don't think that's what that means. <laughs> it's making me nuts. And he keeps saying inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. And he wrote peaked my and he wrote peaked his interest, but he spelled it P E A K E D. Ooh, that's wrong. It is wrong. Yeah. I'm trying to. I want to tweet something that's like, <laughs> my interest has peaked in telling people that it's spelled. This is the thing that has to be seen, not heard. <laughs> Those homophone jokes don't do well off the off the printed page. No, no, it's good. Keep going. Um, I'm very sick. <laughs> Is this a fever dream? Am I here? Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> You'd think so, but no. I'm very warm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of warm in here. It's not as hot as it was, no. like, a couple weeks ago. That was, like... Ugh. There were a couple episodes that we recorded where the guest was, like... I could tell that they were just, like... Ugh. And I was keeping the fan off for noise. Sure. And, um, and that was when I was using my crappier mic. So, like, to get as much audio from that other mic as possible. This one's this one's been great. It's nice. Yeah. It looks like uh, those things that... Ha- oh, it looks like the lamp from Pixar. Pixar, it is that. It is that? <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> okay, now I know this is a viewer. That doesn't even make sense. 
Got it. I'm dreaming. I get it. Yeah, yeah, you're not here. Yesterday, somebody <laughs> told me that you can't read in your dreams. What? There was an episode of Batman the Animated Series where that was the thing. Yeah. Do you remember that one? That, and that's a cartoon? No, I don't. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me because dreaming is biological and physiological and reading is like a thing that our culture came up with. So, like, it doesn't seem like it would be a rule that you, like, can't... I get, like, you can't sneeze and keep your eyes open. That would make sense. They're yeah. both physiological processes. Yeah, your your eyeballs would pop out. That's what happens. Sure. <laughs> it's not that you can't do it. It's that you don't. You shan't. You shan't do it. <laughs> but the reading thing, that episode of uh, Batman the Animated Series oh, was, yeah. was good because um, the whole time in the dream, like stuff was happening that was really weird and he couldn't explain it but he didn't know he was dreaming he thought it was real and what was happening was uh i can't remember which bad guy it was someone just comment you know just tell me what bad guy it was i can't remember which bad guy it was but they were like keeping him asleep so that he couldn't like prevent crimes and whatever and so at some point he went to his bookshelf and he opened up a book and all the words were just like jarbles of letters just like all over and he was like this is what this is this is wrong (laughs) (laughs) this can't be (laughs) yeah where are they um yeah that's the only hey check this out the initials of batman the animated series are b-t-a-s and if you rearrange them it spells bats oh shit you think they did that on purpose definitely not (laughs) (laughs) they didn't have the foresight for that they couldn't call it just Batman because that was taken. Batman animated television series. <laughs> then you don't have to rewrite Batman the animated series. Good observation. Thanks, man. You're good with words. Thank you. Yeah. What's that Steve Martin thing? Can you do it? What? Do you know what I mean? Uh-uh. He's like, some people have a way with words and others not have way. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> was that on one of his comedy albums? Yeah. Okay. That's early on. <laughs> Not have way. I like that. Um, dream, dream, uh, dream, career gig thing. Like, what, what would be like totally awesome to be like? I'm doing this, getting paid for it, and I never want to stop doing this. I guess I feel that way about. I feel the way about performing live. I would like to do that for the rest of my days. Yeah. You know, obviously adapting the show to remain relevant. Mm-hmm. Maybe when I'm in my 70s and 80s, I'm not rapping, but maybe I am. <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> we don't really have, like, 80-year-old rappers yet. That's not a thing. Nope. We're close. Do you think Snoop's going to be, like, collabing on stuff in <clears throat> his 80s? I mean, probably. They all say, you know, till I die. Yeah. Wow. He snips in his 40s, right? I think he's probably 50. I'm gonna... No, I'm not gonna Google it. I don't feel well. <laughs> uh, he's not much past 50. He, okay, may, like maybe 45? I think... I give him 45. Let's do some math. Let's do some math. The Chronic came out let's in Let's do some 1990. math and then some math. <laughs> Doggy Style came out in 1993. Okay. So let's generously say he was... 20? 23 years old when that came out. Okay. I think he was younger than that. So that would put him at 1970 being born. Well, 20 years past 93 is 13. So he'd be 43 or uh, 44, 45. Yeah, mid 40s. Yeah. I think he's in his mid 40s. Fact check that. Now I am going to look it up. <laughs> Fact checked it, Yamitators. All right. <coughs> Is Snoop. Let's ask Google. <laughs> Probably all the fans at home are screaming the answer at us. How old is Snoop? <laughs> he was born in 1971 and is 42 years old. Oh! Wow. This is fascinating. How old do you think Pharrell is? At least 65. 41. <laughs> How old do you think Eminem is? At least 65. 41. <laughs> How old do you think Dr. Dre is? <laughs> At least 65. 49. <laughs> wow. 
didn't know that. All right. Cool. Well, now we know how old those rappers are. Yeah. Good. We should, uh, I mean, we should come up with a rap about how old certain rappers are and then do some wordplay with the numbers. <laughs> I wonder if anybody's, you know how rappers will be like 1995 to infinity. Yeah. And then, you know, you hear it in 2007 and you're like, <laughs> where'd you go? What happened? <laughs> I wonder if anyone's done, like, a parody of that. <coughs> Would you, like, really date and timestamp it? <laughs> to an absurd extent. Well, there was April 26, 1992. Oh, yeah. That's kind of about a historical event, though. Yeah. What if you were like, yeah, you know, we're in the studio. Um, I have this thing doesn't have enough legs for me to build it out. <laughs> Can I bail? I just want to bail. Can I hold a multi-sided dice? I like to have something to fiddle with. Yeah. Thanks, I'm gonna Pete. turn. I'm gonna turn one of these into my gear shift knob Are on my you? car. Yeah. Cool, man. How long have you been making your own gear shift knobs? <laughs> uh, three years. Three years. Well, maybe maybe ten years. Doug, you're insane. <laughs> cool, man. This is an awesome gear shift knob. Did you find some DIY site online that teaches you how to do that? Uh, yeah. I just found, like, because certain people have made them, and it's like, oh, well, I use this, and, like, this is what size, whatever you need, and, um, and, yeah, my current gear shift knob, like, comes off sometimes while I'm shifting, and that won't stand. No. That's <laughs> intolerable. <laughs> yeah. Which side will go up for you? The 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 side of this 20-sided die, or the 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 side? The twenty. The yeah. twenty will be on top because when you when you roll the dice in D and D, if you um, if you roll a twenty, that's a critical hit, and that means whatever damage you could possibly do, you do the maximum amount. And you think that's a good idea for your car? Oh yeah. If you hit someone, you'll do a critical and maximum. <laughs> oh <damage>. yeah. <laughs> then I'll have an excuse too. I'm like, I'm sorry, it was on 20! Look! And they go, nah, okay. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Go play some D&D. &D. And I'm like, okay. This guy's <laughs> chaotic good. <laughs> you knew that much? Yeah. Did you play at all? A little bit. Enough to know that. I didn't really play, but I had a friend who was into it, so I'd kind of, like, absorb his nerdings. Yeah. I, chaotic? Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. It's fun to make, like, a comedy rubric of, uh, Chaotic, they're chaotic, neutral, and lawful, or chaotic and lawful. Is that right? There's um, <clears throat> chaotic evil, chaotic good, chaotic neutral. neutral, and then there's just neutral. There's lawful good, which is like if anyone tries to like steal anything from anyone, while and you see it happening, you have to be like, fucking quit it, like don't, like, <laughs> like don't. I'll fight you. Yeah. There's this one campaign that uh me and my buddies were on and my buddy josh always lawful good like always because he like in in real life he he's like I, i'd like to think that like i would be lawful good in this situation or whatever so there's this one time where me and my friend tyler we were neutral like we were just like anything could happen but like we weren't necessarily good or bad it was just whatever um and there was this guy who set us up like he or he was part of a setup where like there was this wagon that was overturned and he was like help help i need help with my wagon and then we go up to help him and then all these bad guys come out of the forest ambush yeah and so we were like shit so after we beat all those bad guys then we went over to this this other guy we tied him up and we were like beating the crap out of him and uh trying to get information out of him and he didn't know a lot and then <laughs> And then me and Tyler were like, we should, we should probably kill this guy so word of our misdeeds doesn't, doesn't get spread. And then Josh was like, no, because he's the lawful good guy. And he was like, if you try and kill him, I will kill you. <laughs> and we were like, all right, dude, like, we just, like, if he gets out, like, he could potentially be, like, a bad, like, a really bad, bad guy in the, in the future. Like, we should kill sure. him. And then so he was like, all right, fine let's let's i'm challenging you guys so we had to like 
try and like intimidate him and then he like or like bluff past him and like make him believe that to kill him would be like a really good idea and you roll dice to decide if he gets tricked yeah so so we lost and he won and so then he untied him and then he like ran away and told people of your misdeeds i mean probably we didn't get we didn't get that far into the campaign who has the answers to all these questions the dungeon master sets it up and decides the rules yeah he facilitates the the game like makes sure everyone's like having a good time and are there set scripts that D&D issues, or can you make up your own thing? There's set ones that um, have been done done over and over again, and you can be like, okay, I'll take this, and like we'll run this mission or whatever. Or you can create your own world, which is so much cooler, because then you're like, so we were playing this whatever, blah, 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 and then someone could be like, oh, what is, like, what campaign is that? And like, it's just, it's just us. Like, we made it. Yeah. And then sometimes the DM has to, well, a lot of the times the DM has to, like, think on their feet because anything can happen and they can be like, uh, okay, so we're passing some houses and, um, we're going on this trail towards whatever town. And then, uh, and then one of the players could be like, I want to stop at one of these houses and, and, uh, ask if we're going the right way. And then it's like, well, that wasn't planned, but okay, now as the DM I have to all right. Uh, Come up with a character and be like, "Hi." They do that on the fly. Hi, I'm Gorg. And then you're like, "Are they ridiculous, or does it depend on your DM's ability to improvise?" Depe- it depends. Yeah. Sometimes I've heard of people who played, and the DM's like, "All right, there's a man at the door. What do you want to do?" And you're like, "Come on, come on, man! Like, do do you, you kind of wanna... have to be into this?" Yeah. yeah. Is it fun to be the dungeon master, or more fun to play? Uh, I've DM'd once, and it was, like, a pre-written one, and it was uh, still pretty fun. Yeah. Because, like, you see everyone, like, everyone else having the fun, so you're kind of, like, there's a lot of improv that goes into it. Yeah. <coughs> it's like hosting a party. It's yeah. still fun. Yeah. Um, I think I enjoy playing more, but I also, I started creating a, I started drawing out a map for a, for a world that I want to be the Ooh. dungeon master of. What's it called? don't have a title for the world yet, but, um... Dougville. <laughs> Dougville. Welcome to Dougville, everyone. So <laughs> it's in that, it's in that, uh, green, um, book. Oh, cool. Yeah. Should I pull it out and look at it? You can if you want. No, it's fine. Right. The, yeah, the little tiny spine, yeah. Tiny spine. I like this laboratory notebook. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, so... Cthulhu. Is yep. that like a Cthulhu pun? Like Cthulhu pun, yeah. So then, the, like, the graph paper I'll, I'll use for, like, oh, a yeah. specific movement, like, how how far it would take you to... How long it would take you to get across a certain dungeon or whatever. Hmm. Oh, are there lots of dungeons? Is that part of it? Mm-hmm. And dragons. <laughs> <laughs> But are dungeons, like, a part of what happens? Yeah. I mean, so, like, you'll go into... You'll open up a door, and then you're, like, in... Some, like, old, like, castle-type structure. And then, so that's... That can be considered, like, a dungeon. Um, or you're in a cave, and, like, that could be considered a, another... Yeah. Cool. It's it's pretty great. D. And D. <laughs> right on. Yeah. <clears throat> so what do you what do you uh I mean I couldn't I could just uh infer yeah but what do you do for work now like you do gigs and then yeah um I gig, think gig my, to gig yeah my income streams are like um let's see live shows colleges and a little bit of comedy clubs and random other things mm-hmm. uh doing warm up here and there when I get it Writing for Epic Rap Battles, uh, that's a that's a monthly paycheck. Nice. Um, let's see, selling merch at shows that I do. Uh, random other writing gigs here and there. And yeah, I think between all that, I put together a an income. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Cause you're doing what you do, and you're getting paid for it. Yeah. 
it's a good thing. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think these days, like, right now these days, like, you know, is this a thing that I'll do for, like, will I be doing this for, like, 30 or 40 more years? I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I don't know if it's okay that I don't. I yeah. want to have an answer. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it is this, okay, but it might be... This is a safe place, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is okay, but sometimes I think it might be better to have... I have friends who have answers to the question, like... I get asked all the time, maybe you do too, when you tell people that you do comedy, like, what's the ultimate goal? Yeah, or, like, yeah. where do you see yourself in ten years? Yeah. And I'm always kind of like, you know, my friend Mike Kaplan, who we've talked about, is always like, I just want to be doing what I'm doing, but bigger and better venues and for more money. Yeah. And, like, that is a good answer. It's not entirely... Sad. Like, I, I would like it to be a little bit more, you know, but maybe living with the uncertainty of not having a great answer for that all the time is, like, kind of part of the nature of the Part beast. of the journey, yeah. But I would really like to be able to answer that question, boom, in a way that feels true to me. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, sometimes if you put, like, a definite answer to it, it could, it could like, limit what your, uh, what comes to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, like... I only want to uh, write a TV show and star in it, and that's it. And then it's like, okay, like, what if we hired you on as a staff on our show because you got good chops, and then maybe at some point you could turn your show in? No. Um, I made a list. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Write and star in my own show. That's it. Final answer. Sure. Yeah, I don't think I'll lock myself into something as rigid as that. I think, <laughs> I mean, so much, one thing that I, you know, like, when I think about it, it's, like, it's uncomfortable to, like, come up with an answer to that, because there's not one, like, readily, I just, I do want to just kind of keep doing what I'm doing, and then start, like, getting it, like, recognized more, and people being like, whoa, great. Yeah. That's great, we want to give you a lot of money for this. You know. But, um... Oh, yeah, so much that I've done has been unforeseen. And, like, all the links to things, you can only see in hindsight, like, oh, that's how that came about. I never would have thought that that would pan out in that way at the time. Yeah. So I think you have to... I think you have to do the things... You have to have a plan. You don't have to. I want to have a plan (laughs) and an idea of the stuff that I can control and then be open to the unexpected stuff that falls in my lap. Mm -hmm. That feels like the right way to do it. But I still do want to be able to answer that question of the stuff that I can't control. What stuff do I want it to be? Yeah. Um, when do you know when you would hear back from uh, New York? No, I I don't. I mean, tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um. <coughs> no, I don't. I mean. Look, if I got a call from those guys saying, we loved your tape and we want to see more of you, that would be so great and exciting, but I'm definitely not holding my breath. I mean, that's going to be one of the most competitive, most sought-after jobs. They asked you and one other guy. (laughs) (laughs) So, 50-50 shot. I mean... (laughs) It's coin flip, really. (laughs) Me and one other guy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. What's your answer to that? When you'll hear back? Yeah. <laughs> when will I hear back, Doug? Um, end of November. Nice. That's the timeline. That feels reasonable. That's the timeline they're working with. I mean... <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't have many sources at The Daily Show. Okay, like, I, like 20 sources at The Daily Show, but... Did you ever read the story about the Taily Po? Did we talk about that? Uh-uh. What's that? Well, first of all, it's a word that rhymes with Daily Show. <laughs> But did you ever, um, did you ever read that book, um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark by Alvin Schwartz when you were a kid? It had, like, terrifying illustrations. It sounds familiar, but I don't know. Okay. The Taily Poe? The Taily Poe was, like, this guy, (laughs) what is it? It's something like, a man is hunting one day and takes a shot at something and grazes it, but it, like, runs off. And he goes over to the spot where he hit it, and he sees this, like, little tail lying on the ground, and he's like, hmm. And he picks, p- puts it in his pocket and takes it home. So that <laughs> night, like, a storm comes up, and there's, like, 
wind and the house is creaking and stuff. And then all of a sudden, from outside here, something go, Taily Poe, Taily Poe, <laughs> who has got my Taily Poe? <laughs> that is creepy for a kid story. Yeah, and then I don't remember what happens, but... <laughs> it's scary. And then he was like, I do! And then he shot the animal <laughs> through the window. The end. Come get it. <laughs> I got your Taily Poe right here, bitch. I heard three street jokes I liked yesterday. Can I share them with you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Number one. <laughs> These two whales go to a bar. And the bouncer is like, can I see your ID, guys? And one of them's like, <laughs> and the other whale's like, damn, Todd, you are fucked up. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Okay, number two. This kid goes to the zoo with his parents, and they see this elephant. And he's like, Mom, what's that between the elephant's legs? And she's like, that's its tail. That's how I got there. It's Taily Poe. That's, that's its tail. And the kid's like, no, no, the other thing. And she goes, oh, that's nothing. And she goes off to, she goes off to get something. Get a drink of water. And the kid's like, Dad, what is that between the elephant's legs? And the dad's like, that's its penis, son. And he goes, then why did Mom say it was nothing? And he goes, son... I've spoiled your mother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's my favorite of the three. This elephant's walking through the jungle. Different elephant than the last one. Mm-hmm. And it steps on a sharp thorn. And it's like, ow! And it tries to get it out in a can. And this ant is walking by. And it's like, what's wrong? And the elephant's like, I've got a thorn in my foot. And the ant's like, well, I'll help you get it out. But, uh... I'm gonna need something for my services. I wanna, I wanna fuck you after I get it out. And the elephant's like, it's an ant. I mean, so it gets the thorn out, and then the elephant's like, all right. And so the ant hops back up behind her and uh, starts going to town. And there's this monkey who's watching what's happening from a tree, and it's such a ridiculous sight that it starts laughing and throwing coconuts at them. And one of the one of the coconuts hits the elephant on the head, and the elephant's like, ow. And the ant goes, yeah, take it all, bitch. <laughs> all from yesterday. Yeah. What a day. <laughs> all in the epic rap battles of history. Yeah. Those were all learned on the shoot. <sighs> you know any street jokes that you like? I do. I made, I wrote one. Um, what? Tell yeah. me. I do this in my stand-up. It's... Um, <clears throat> So dessert walks into a bar, looks like a bowl of melted chocolate ice cream, and he's like, "I'll have a beer." Bartender's like, "Okay, well, tell tell me about your life, man. You look you look kind of sad." And the the dessert goes, "Well, ever since the fridge went out, I've been having trouble putting my life back together." Oh wow! Yeah, nice. Because it's a bowl of chocolate pudding. Sure. <laughs> Sometimes when I tell it, I, I over-explain it, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> I see. For comedic effect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, just, we could consult the record, but I forget. Did you groan when I made that ought pun earlier? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and call you <laughs> I think it was maybe a groan with a laugh? Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. That was the intent. Yeah. Just grown. I won't tolerate based on the new information that's been provided. I'm walking out of here right now. I have a friend who is like that. <coughs> a comic. Mm-hmm. And he just makes puns all the time. Yeah. Corny puns. And then when you make a pun, he'll be like, oh. <laughs> but you do that. You're like, come on, man. That's, you. that's your thing. What's well, good for the goose? Is also good for the gander. Is That's also what? good for the gander. Is that the phrase? Yeah, or I think so. I think it's just is, is good, good for, for the, the gander. gander. Yeah. It's good for the goose. Is it's good probably ninety-six percent uh, good for the gander. 
That's definitely the time Gander gets brought up the most. When you're talking about a goose? In that expression. Yeah. Maybe take a gander at this. Oh, yeah. What's but that's that? not very... Oh, you know what it, that probably comes from? Is like, um... Because the... Because gooses... Have a... <laughs> I know it's geese. I'm sticking with gooses. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> gooses have the long neck, and sometimes it looks like they're looking oh, at I something. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so that probably is where it comes from. And goose was already used for when you grab someone's butt cheek. <laughs> what? <laughs> Take a goose. <laughs> you, you know that, right? Getting goosed? No. You don't know getting goosed? No. It means to grab someone's butt. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? when it happens, you go. Right. Huh? <laughs> 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 That's the goose noise I know from uh, those claymation uh, Christmas movies. Oh. Is a Christmas oh. goose getting slaughtered for the feast? No. <laughs> That'd be fucked up, though. <laughs> a Christmas goose. Goose. Take a gander at this Christmas goose. <laughs> I like the explanation of a gander as, like, craning your neck around. Yeah. God, we can't get away from these bird metaphors. Yeah. Um... I mean, it's kind of hard to swallow, you know? <laughs> I'll take just a groan on that one. <laughs> Let's write a joke with something about blue bird and swallow. You know, because like... Oh, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah. Um, we went... Uh, blue bird. Me, me and my girl went uh, bird watching the other day. And, um, I like bluebirds. I mean, one time I blew a bird. <laughs> Didn't swallow. <laughs> oh, see, when you said bluebird, I was thinking, like, blue balls. Oh, no. I meant you sucked a bird's penis. <laughs> stick with that <laughs> it was real it was real easy to swallow <laughs> or maybe it was a swallow I swallow this feels like a Chris Fairbanks joke I like bluebirds I mean one time I was a little bird I can't really imitate him might have been a swallow I'm sick <laughs> dude we played with that theremin uh, oh, last yeah, time you were here that um, there it is there it is. There it is. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. There's a um, a contest for Rick and Morty right now, and I guess it ends on the fifteenth. But you have to like put put like some kind of an art form out there, oh. uh, talking about Rick and Morty to promote the season one on DVD coming out, and um, I want to write a song and like have that be like the alien ship noise because they they fly an alien ship around oh, in that show. And, perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got my guitar, harmonica, uh, the piano. I was like looking right at it. What what's that thing called? What? Can I play something on your piano? Yeah. Can Is you it play easy piano? To turn on. I'm taking lessons. It's uh, it's on. Oh, it is. It's an acoustic electric piano. Cool. So it's always on. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna bring my chair over because otherwise I won't be able to do it. <coughs> All right, here we go. I mean, the, those don't do anything unless it's plugged in and, like, amped up.
that's enough for now. Nice. How long have you been taking lessons? About a year. <laughs> you funny, you were like, um, a couple days. <laughs> About a year. No, a little longer. <laughs> Ten years. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, or or Bill Murray uh, Groundhog Day thing where you're like I, I just had my first lesson yesterday like, oh oh really <laughs> what instrument is that piano a Felix piano yeah that's cool I love I love that he times it with the with the money drop and then so every day he's stealing all that money he's like I'll give you a thousand dollars to give me a lesson right now and she kicks the little girl out <laughs> yeah that's why yeah um, I have to pee and leave, so I think we should adjourn. All right. Uh, plug stuff. Plug. Uh, wait. This will come out. Hang on. Okay. Um. Uh, hang on. Just hang on. All right. Just, damn. All right. This will come out November twenty first. Nice. I should be hearing from the Daily Show right around then. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's also when I'm going to be told that I was elected president. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right about the same time. Um, oh, I mean, I guess, well, by then the epic rap battle that I discussed at the beginning of this episode will exist. Cool. So that'll be exciting. I'll tell you what it is after the show's over. Okay. After we're on recording. Yeah. And, um, you know, youtube.com slash Zach Sherwin and at Zach Sherwin on Twitter. Cool. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Thanks for doing it, man. Yay. Um, and I'll end it like I end it sometimes. Stop listening.